Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is The Giant Killer. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come today ready for more revelation from your precious word. We know, Father, that all of your word is inspired by you, and it helps us to live our life for you, Father, to show us your ways. We come ready to learn today from this part of the Bible, Father, that we're going to study shortly. So thank you for helping us. We choose to be open. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk today about this topic, the giant killer. My friends, we're going to talk about David today and his great examples from killing the God-hating giant Goliath. We can learn a lot from this story and apply it to our lives. Let's start today in 1 Samuel chapter 17 in the Amplified Bible, starting with verse 26. Then David spoke to the men who were standing by him. What will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes the disgrace of his taunting from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine, pause, in other words, he's not in covenant with God, that he has taunted and defied the armies of the living God? 27. The men told him, this is what will be done for the man who kills him. 28. Now Eliab, his oldest brother, heard what he said to the men, and Eliab's anger burned against David. And he said, Why have you come down here? With whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your presumption, overconfidence, and the evil of your heart, for you have come down in order to see the battle. My friends, we have to be ready to face opposition when we serve God. We'll have people in our lives say, You can't do this. Who called you to go into this ministry? Who called you to do this to serve God? We have to be ready to say yes to God and sometimes, sadly, no to people or just to ignore them altogether and follow God's commands. Verse 29, But David said, What have I done now? Was it not just a harmless question? 30, Then David turned away from Eliab to someone else and asked the same question, and the people gave him the same answer as the first time. My friends, notice David turned away from the opposition. Notice he didn't sit and argue with the opposition, go on and on and on, try to convince someone else that's against him how to believe his way. We can learn from that that sometimes we have to walk away, do it in love, but walk away when we're in opposition with another person and not get in strife. Verse 31, when the words that David spoke were heard, the men reported them to Saul and he sent for him. 32, David said to Saul, let no man's courage fail because of him, Goliath. Your servant will go out and fight with this Philistine. 33, then Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight him, for you are only a young man, and he has been a warrior since his youth. Folks, again, the king this time says, David, you can't do this. Who do you think you are? Same kind of thing will happen in our lives, folks. We have to keep on moving forward, listening to God. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. But David didn't listen. Verse 34, but David said to Saul, your servant was tending his father's sheep when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock. 
I went out after it and attacked it and rescued the lamb from its mouth. And when it rose up against me, I seized it by its whiskers and struck it and killed it. 36. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, since he has taunted and defied the armies of the living God. 37. David said, The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and may the Lord be with you. My friends, notice, David knew it wasn't just him. It was the Lord working with him. He said the Lord rescued him out of the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear. David knew who he served. 38, then Saul dressed David in his garments and put on a bronze helmet on his head and put on a coat of mail or armor on him. 39, then David fastened his sword over his armor and tried to walk, but he could not because he was not used to them. And David said to Saul, I cannot go out with these because I am not used to them. So David took them off. My friends, we have to learn we can't walk in someone else's anointing. We have to use the anointing that God put on us and serve God with the tools that he gave us. They're individual. 40, then he took his shepherd's staff in his hand and chose for himself five smooth stones out of the stream bed and put them in his shepherd's bag, which he had, that is, in his shepherd's pouch. With his sling in his hand, he approached the Philistine. 41, the Philistine came and approached David with his shield bearer in front of him. 42, and the Philistine looked around and saw David. He derided and disparaged him because he was just a young man with a ruddy complexion and a handsome appearance. My friends, again, people made fun of David, now including his enemy, looking at this young man thinking, you're no battle for me. But verse 43, the Philistine said to David, am I a dog that you come to me with shepherd's staffs? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. 44, the Philistine also said to David, come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the sky and the beasts of the field. 45, then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword, a spear, and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have taunted. Wow, folks, David knew who he served. He came in the name of the Lord. 46, this day the Lord will hand you over to me, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. And I will give the corpses of the army of the Philistines this day to the birds of the sky and the wild beasts of the earth, so that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. My friends, notice he didn't say so they would know how great David was. No, his whole focus was on the Lord. 47, and that this entire assembly may know that the Lord does not save with the sword or with a spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will hand you over to us. Folks, we have to remember, if we don't work with the Lord, we can't be successful. Of course, our battles are not in the physical, they're in the spiritual realm, and we have to know how to pray so we can win. 48, when the Philistine rose and came forward to meet David, 
David ran quickly towards the battle line to meet the Philistine. My friends, notice here, David didn't run slowly backwards in fear. No, he charged the problem with God on his side. 49, David put his hand into his bag and took out a stone and slung it, and it struck the Philistine on his forehead. The stone penetrated his forehead, and he fell down on the ground. 50, so David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone, and he struck down the Philistine and killed him, but there was no sword in David's hand. 51, so he ran and stood over the Philistine, grasped his sword, and drew it out of his sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. When the Philistines saw that their mighty champion was dead, they fled. Folks, that's what the enemy will do. See, the word tells us when we resist the devil, he will flee from us. We can do all things, my friends, through Christ who strengthens us. I want to encourage everyone out there today that you can defeat the giant in your life. If we cast our cares on the Lord and listen to the still small voice of God and use our prayer battles, we can win standing with the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you give us these great examples in the Bible, Father, to show us how to live our lives in victory. We choose to live in victory, Father. Thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.